right. Yeah, no, there's nothing There's nothing coming for 44. So 4 plus 4 is 8, which is lucky, you said? In, in the Chinese think it's lucky. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, education number 44. Maybe it'll be lucky. We better hope so. <laughs> at 44 seconds so that's that's a sign it's, it's destiny man. it's a sign welcome back everybody this is scott and i'm scott to work here on this side now on that uh good tidings yes <laughs> good day eh? yeah <laughs> take off take off eh? uh yeah so we are we are back we are in the seat uh i broke my computer two weeks ago and hopefully it's fixed now and so yeah let us know if everything comes out on this okay yeah if um, your eardrums are bleeding by the end of this, uh, send us a note. Yep. Not a doctor's bill, though. Nope. You can send that to him, though. Okay. All right. News. Cool. You got um, news? Well, I, I, we'll have news, but I won't have any until next week. Last weekend was the uh, Q conference in um, Nagoya for the JALT. What does Q, Q stand for? Q is College and University Educators, Edumacators. Ah, so not educators though. No, they're they're just boring. They're just there. boring. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, though we have a guy who was there, and we have a girl that was there and too. We have an interviewee, interviewee a woman who was woman there, who was there, female. Uh, and so we're waiting to hear their reports to tell you whether you should have gone. We had. Reporters in the field? Yes. Wow. Yes. So. When did this so I happen? I guess that was news over the last, just before. Ah. So. That must we'll have been you producing it. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be audio or not. We'll see. Oh, okay. So we cool. got to wait for them to get back to us and then we can do the whole thing. So what are we doing today? We are doing literature circles. We are. Uh, Circle. Square. Triangle. Rectangle. Sweet. Polygon. Geometry. All right. Edgy geometry at the edge of I apologize in advance for any content today. (laughs) For any content. Speaking of content, what do we we do? Literature circles? We are doing literature circles, and um, I'm not too familiar with them, and you're not too familiar with them. So we brought in an expert. Yay. Who's really not too familiar with them, but he'll (laughs) pretend he is. So everybody, please, a big round of applause. For Professor Michael Moraga. I'm Michael Moraga. I'm uh, from San Francisco. Uh, Originally or transplant? Oh, geez. I'm a uh, California native, Santa Cruz, San Jose. Um, I graduated from San Francisco State University, Mm -hmm. where I was there working at the American Language Institute under Doug Brown, where I first discovered literature circles. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, after San Francisco State, I did the uh, the ELF program, the English Language Fellowship. Not the Santa one. Not the Santa one. No. <laughs> okay. That's ELVES. Uh, um, uh, and where were you stationed in that? I did a year in Turkey, uh, a year in the Philippines, 
Then, um, and so that that's yeah. pretty much really in the trench teaching. Yes, very much so. In, uh, for example, in the Philippines, I did a 10-day teacher training workshop in a little island of Camiguin, about 45,000 inhabitants. Wow. Yeah, very small. Yeah. And so in the classroom in the Philippines and in Turkey, what, what kind of, um, what was your typical classroom like? Uh, college prep preparation. I, I taught uh, mostly composition courses. Mm -hmm. Very different, very different um, situations. Okay. Between Turkey and the Philippines? Yes. Uh, what was different about Turkey? Um, in Turkey, uh, they're very fluent, but uh, they have accuracy issues. Um, okay. And I was also in a, a public university. Oh, right. Yeah, and in... Um, in, in Quezon City in the Philippines, I was at Ateneo de Manila University. The students are very fluent. Um, it was it was like teaching a freshman composition class. Wow. No, that's cool. Yeah, yeah. And then you came here? More or less. I took a year off and went back to Barcelona. Mm -hmm. yeah. And just flitted I just around. bummed around Barcelona for a year. <laughs> that's a horrible life. Well, you know, you need to uh, re-energize, right? Mm -hmm. Get a new perspective on things. Yes. See, I need money to be able to re-energize. Well. <laughs> Otherwise, re-energization is part of like just digging up my own food. Right. Well, that's why I've lived in Barcelona twice. <laughs> ah, cheap place? Um, no, it's it's comparable to San Francisco, but oh. you live hand to mouth. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. That doesn't sound relaxing. <laughs> oh, it's a great place. Great place. And so when you came here, um, that's when you first started doing literature circles, or? I first uh, did literature circles in uh, at the American Language Institute at San Francisco State University um, under Kathy Sherrick. Um, when I got to Turkey, I wanted to to use them, but in the situation I was in at Anadolu University, I couldn't. Mm -hmm. But two of my colleagues in the English Language Fellowship, um, they could and they did, and they ended up doing a, a little bit of action research and and did some um, presentations in Turkey. Sweet. Well, let's before you get too too deep, much mm -hmm. too, too too far, far into. into that uh let's back up a step and yeah. and what is a literature circle well i wanted to say action research as opposed to inaction research mm. yes research in action exactly okay, okay. It's, it's the daily show democracy <laughs> democracy in action right so uh what literature is a literature circles circle? i would say they're fancy reading circles but they're a little a little more interactive. It's it's more integrated skills. They tend to be um, ac much more academic, um, and traditionally they're they're done with literature, short stories or or novels. Okay, well, uh, you want to go into an overview of yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. But what what qualifies as literature? Something that's been published by somebody with a name or. or... Um, I think it's anything that's fiction. So what kind oh, of books right. are you... Okay, well, let's talk um, the classes that you're using them in. Mm -hmm. What levels, basically? Right now? Yeah. Uh, intermediate. Okay. And first year academic intermediate. I've never had to translate these classes. Well, about what... what well, for, for KGU, what mm -hmm. level are they? Uh, English 2. Okay, so pretty so second, high. Second year, what, lo yeah. what level? Nine and ten. Yeah, Nine they're, they're and ten. Yeah, high. so they're pretty pretty high. I used them last term with English one. 
What level? And what level? Uh, that was 21, 22, 23. So, okay, so that's uh, mid, uh, middle of the yeah. range. That, that's mm-hmm. a freshman. Yeah, a pretty middle intermediate. What uh, what kind of, how low have the students been that you've used the used it with? Uh, 23. No, I mean just ever. Oh, ever. And um, when I first used them in, in uh, for ESL students in, in San Francisco State, they were, I'd say, intermediate. Okay. okay. So, but, I f- but it was there was a large range of of uh, abilities. Ability. Yeah. Okay. So addressing um, the question that Scott brought up, what kind of books are you using in in the classes? Well, I'm using um, I'm using graded readers. Okay. And I purposefully start out using a, uh, a the simplest graded reader so that the you know you know simple. If the content's too challenging, simplify the task. Right. If the task is too challenging, simplify the content. So in order to give the students an opportunity to um, learn the the actual roles, which I'm sure we'll talk about in a moment. Um, I love rolls. Rolls. Warm and buttery. Uh, cinnamon, oh, sorry. Cinnamon rolls. It's very serious for a long time. I had to learn yeah. I was expecting... Some cinnamon rolls with my coffee. But, uh, if you can find someplace in Japan that has them, <laughs> you let me know. I will hook you up. Right on. Um, <laughs> what was rolls. I saying? Rolls. Yeah, rolls. Rolls. Buttery. Oh, wait. Buttery. No. Cinnamon. So, so learning the roles, you wanted to start off with an easy book. So level yeah. one readers? Yeah. We okay. start off with The Wizard of Oz. And actually, I'm using them in a, in a course. Uh, maybe I should copyright this. It has a theme of journeys. So all the books... They tend to be all American, which is not my purpose, but they're all about journeys and travel. Because America rules! Oh, wait, sorry. Yeah, no. <laughs> not going there. Anyway. Uh, sing the so, Team America song? No, you America! can't sing. No, you can't sing the Team America song. Because this podcast does not have an explicit tag. Maybe someday. So, um... So, about journeys, like... So, uh... Physical journeys, uh, mostly. Because I mean, uh, basically any story yeah, that with, has decent character yeah. development is a journey. True, but, true. But phys- more of a physical. Yeah, Wizard of go Oz, from A to B. Pocahontas, Huckleberry Finn. Uh, with the advanced class, we're doing travels with Charlie. Okay. So we jump up it into. Um, so we go beyond readers oh, to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Next term we're doing. Um, next term, I can't think that far ahead. We're doing. Uh, <laughs> Oh, well, I, I'm still trying to figure out how to fit an animal farm to the theme. <laughs> Going from the... Yeah, journey. Well, there's a, there's a, you just switched the type of journey right. that you're talking about, yeah. you know. Well, see, that's a lovely elastic theme, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes. And then um, Slaughterhouse-Five. So, anyway, quasi-theme. Quasi mm-hmm. uh, but basically, um, what's your next question? <laughs> <laughs> It is so so right. You you do start out with the the reader version of Wizard of Oz. Yeah. Does it follow the movie or the book? It's the book. It's the book. I don't okay. have time to show the movie, but right. I encourage them to go see. No it. no 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 no. But like but a lot the, of the, the great reader readers follow... are based on the movies, not on They're, the actual. Well, for example, Pocahontas is more the based on the Disney version. But what I do after that is I show Terrence Malick's uh, The New World. <laughs> <laughs> which they they love and and then they read uh then you know at the same time I'm 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 doing other things in class besides the literature circles. Okay. So for for example for the Pocahontas they basically had uh four different sources for the story. 
the the little Disney type reader, uh-huh. um, which they did literature circles for, and that's where they start the theme. Because again, one of the principles of uh, literature circles is is the self directed learning. They kind of discover the themes, and then I surprise them with it. Well, this isn't what history says. And then I, I give them some articles, one from the Powhatan Nation, um, which kind of cool. lambast Disney. And then I show them the new world. And so the articles, how much of a higher level are they to Those the reader? much higher. So at the same time, I'm, I'm teaching them about uh, extensive reading and intensive reading, and, and I scaffold the articles. Uh-huh. But I think uh, what's nice about the literature circles is that it's, uh, the readers are not too challenging. Okay. So they can focus on the different skills. So in the literature circles, what uh, what are some of the activities? What what makes the a literature circle? Mm. Well, well, you talked about roles, so mm. let's go into that first. Okay. Well, l let me preface that by saying talking to the mic. Sorry. Preface that by talking about the just some of the principles. Okay. I mentioned in, uh, integrated uh, skills, so the focus there is really communicative competence on on all the, the four skills. Uh, it's self-directed. And one important thing is it's um, it's varied learner intelligences. Is one of the ideas. Multiple intelligences. Multiple like intelligences. Stuff, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay. Um, so the f usually there are five. Well, well for those yeah. who who might not have gone to grad school yet, mm. why don't we do just a, a quick mm. a quick thing? A Some quick segue sure. of multiple intelligences. Yeah. Go jump back and check out. I believe it was in the 20s that we talked about multiple intelligences. But mm. for a quick review, without having to change the station on your iPod, multiple intelligences are how many? Seven, I believe. Seven and a half, eight. Seven, there's eight. an there's an eighth one that's mm. kind of naturalist, is what they're calling it. Anyway, what are, what are they? Give me one. <laughs> Uh, visual. Visual. This is my review. Yes. You give it to me. Well, then you play game show host. Uh, uh, this is no longer kinesthetic, quick. Yeah. <laughs> kinesthetic. Visual, kinesthetic. Um, numbers. <laughs> Music. Music. That's it. Listening, right? Music. I don't think so. <laughs> okay, I don't remember. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. So we will have to edit this. <laughs> There's no editing. There's no editing. Anyway, so no crying in baseball. There's no editing yeah. in education. So um, basically, science has shown that that not everybody learns the same way. Right, right. Um, I, I, I think the easiest thing I, I can explain what the five roles are in the version that I do, right, right. and okay. you can see that there are differences because some students are better at some things than other students. Right, right. And the, well, have we have we finished the principles, or do we need to more or less? Okay. <laughs> Less. Uh, See, we're kind of all over the place on on yeah, our journeys here. Occasionally, <laughs> occasionally, I'm the one keeping us in line, and generally, he's the one keeping us in line. And today is Friday, oh, and it's yeah. about an hour loose. later, yeah. about an hour later than what we usually do. So, yeah. um, so uh, let me uh, the, the roles. There's there's basically five roles in the version I do. Okay. Um. The, the the literature circles they meet once a week. Um, they they have five roles of, as I, I keep saying. Uh, they are in my version discussion director, plot summarizer, graphic organizer, word wizard, which is the vocabulary person, and passage picker. And <laughs> <laughs> what about alliteration? Agnostic. <laughs> yeah, Word picker. wizard. Right, right. Picker. Well, you know, make it make it exciting. Yes. 
Um, Give yourself another foot because you keep coming into it. Um, so, and, and one of the, the principles here is, th is that each week they switch roles. So after five weeks, each student has done one role and okay. they okay, choose, okay. they coordinate the whole thing. But okay. they say stay in the same group. Yes. Okay. They stay in the same group, usually for the term. Um, mm. So each role has a product. What, and what they do is uh, at the end of each circle, each person has a product. So for, for the plot summarizer, it's a, it's a written summary of the key events of the section of the book you've read or the short story. Discussion director has a list of questions. Graphic organizer has a graphic, and that tends to be a very fun uh, role that people, you see different kinds of things, pictures, uh -huh. and I brought some things, but you can't really see it in podcast land. No, but I could. Much. No, all right. Um, <laughs> uh, the word wizard brings any type of vocabulary activity. Uh, many of the students go to puzzlemaker.com and they can find rubrics for Ooh, crossword puzzles. Puzzle or... That's a new one for me. Yeah, and I usually. Yeah. Well, what's yeah. that one that you were using that that creates it automatically? The the Kia stuff. No, no, no. I thought you had one that you um, had a link to so that the students could use it all the time in the call lab without downloading it onto the. That created a crossword puzzle. Just type that it. That wasn't me. Oh, okay. Um, if anybody knows of one, send us an email because uh, me that'd want. That'd be cool. Yeah. Me want one. Yeah. So. Um, so what? Is, what? What are you flipping through there? Describe some of the stuff that you. Um, exhibit A. <laughs> are some of the graphic organizers' uh, timelines? Mm, very basically. popular. Um, timeline with little word bubbles. Yes. Captions, pictures, keywords. Oh, ah, this that is a nice colorful. one. Um, an organogram. Organogram? Organogram. Organogram. Showing the relationships between Huckleberry Finn and all the other characters. Cool. Yeah, that's great. That's really great. Org chart. So yeah. um, going into the preparation, because mm -hmm. this has a little learning curve at the beginning. Yes, yes. And yes, teachers, it does take a little bit of effort right at the beginning it, because there's a lot of input. But once it gets rolling, uh -huh. when they have literature circles, all I do is facilitate. And by facilitating, you're not supposed to get really appropriate their conversations. By facilitate, you mean you open walk the around. newspaper and you start reading? That's possible. <laughs> or what I usually do is I, I walk around and listen in on their conversations and um, and often I follow up the next day, next class period, with uh, some issues that I heard, maybe key themes that they weren't quite getting. Um, and so, yeah. Or I even I even take their their questions and and passages and use them in class, uh -huh. giving the students credit. I tell no, which student. Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, how long do you spend at the beginning of the year mm -hmm. um, showing them how to do each role? Uh, I spend the better part of one class period. Okay, so instead of doing mini lessons per class, one, yeah. like you just knock it all out in one class. Yes. Now, and, and I scaffold the literature circles, so I, I don't expect much in the first round, uh -huh. especially with the summarizer. Especially if you're talking about first year. I am the summarizer. Yeah. And then every week I just uh, 
you know, I'll teach them how to write a summary step by step, right. week by week, and then they, they slowly get better. So they do one book a week, or do they do the same book five weeks? It's or d depending on the class on and them. how often they meet okay. and the level. Uh, for example, Wizard of Oz, I had them read it in one weekend. It was level one. Mm. Right. Um, Huckleberry Finn, I split up into two weeks. So okay. It really depends on the Well, level. Well, the nice thing is, um, especially doing this, it well, if you have a semester class – um, it's even better, but even if you have a year-long class, that second year you have plenty of materials to show them to model yes. what to do. So yeah. that first year might be a little hairy at the beginning, mm. but the second year will be like yes. butter. H having examples helps, but obviously the first time I did this here, I didn't have any examples. Uh huh. Uh, so, and I wasn't gonna sit down and make my. Own. <laughs> <laughs> So I just I, I just told them, um, you know what to do, mm -hmm. and it maybe described some of the uh, what do, possibilities. What, I'm I'm sorry I want to go back and hit mm. the roll. You guys might have been talking about it while I was mm. looking at this stuff. What does a passage pick passage picker do? Passage picker blah, blah, blah. they select passages from the reading. Oh, all right. Okay. That they think are uh, important to the themes or to to the characters. Oh, so cool. let's say um, Alice in Wonderland. Mm. Was that the one, the first one? Uh, Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz, I'm yeah. sorry. Uh, graded reader one. level one is mm. probably around 30 pages, 40? Uh, 40? Yeah, maybe 40. So the passage picker, how long would the passages be since they're doing the whole book mm. for the first time? Well, I, I tell them, and it, with all of these things, it takes them a few weeks to get. Right. Um, so I tell them a passage is more than usually more than one sentence, although it can be a sentence. Uh-huh. And after three weeks... After three rounds, they're finally getting that. Especially, some of these roles get easier, actually, as the content gets more challenging. Uh huh. This passage mm. picker is one of them. Students know when they read something important. Right. They mm -hmm. do. They really do. So they're just taking, though, at the most, a paragraph as oh, one passage? A sentence or two. Okay. The, the lower levels, usually they start with quotes. Um, and then they get better as it, as it goes on. Um, well, one thing I should probably explain the the five roles uh -huh. when they uh, when they meet let's say on Monday um, each each role has five minutes to present their product to their group oh, except the cool. discussion director who okay. has fifteen minutes. I usually tell them to start with the summarizer and end with the discussion director. Hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, but um, then once they've gone through. Mm -hmm. um, once once they've gotten through all the, the products, each group chooses their favorite product, and then the favorite product person at the end of class comes in front of the class and shares their product and says why, or the the group will say why they chose it. Do they get uh, bonus points or anything? Nope, just just part of just the, recognition. Yeah, part of the deal. By the way, assessment on this is very simple as well. It's so, plus check minus. Oh really? And. Again, keeping in mind that most of these students uh, that they're doing, for example, they're they're practicing summary. It, it's like it, kind of like journals where it's it's holistic, so they're not they're not too the stress level is down on writing these summaries. Right. Because later, for example, I have them write book logs for the books they're reading outside of class, where I do grade the summaries. Uh huh. So it's kind of free do, practice. Do you notice a do you notice a big difference between students who have gone through and 
Oh yeah. 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 I was I was like, yeah, speak. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, I was yeah, I was like building uh, my expletives. <laughs> based on the, the facial movements, I would say it was a, it, oh, a yeah. fairly extreme yeah. difference. I have become a crusader for literature circles because I cannot believe what the students come up with. It's mm -hmm. amazing. It's mm -hmm. the it's uh, teachers. We need that that positive uh, energy from the students, right, right? Right. And you get them from literature circles. Yeah. Especially, it's very satisfying um, to to sit back and and just observe their literature circles and their their one of the things with literature circles that students have fun. Right. They really yeah. do. Yeah. They really they really enjoy it. So the whole um, the whole assignment uh, takes about. Uh, 50 minutes an hour yeah yes okay you can do it in, a, in an hour because what 5 10 15 20 40 minutes uh-huh and then at the end and, and by the way the uh, the other thing they do once they share their uh, their product with their group is then um, they're supposed to ask questions so it's not just a passive uh, show and tell right mm -hmm. The rest of the partners, and, and, and this is what's another lovely thing about literature circles is, is there, you can make them whatever you want to make them. So, for example, with the summaries, uh, the first week I just had them ask, uh, did, your partner, um, did your partner mention all the key ideas in the summary or the key ideas from the reading? Mm -hmm. Later on, as we started introducing, they started learning about how to write summaries, I asked more specific things like, um, did your partner in their first sentence of the summary mention the title, the year, the author, and the main idea? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's also reinforcing paragraph structure as well. All right. Yeah. So they they so they're evaluating in their they're evaluating in their groups, and at the end they evaluate. Right. Yeah. So they're they're doing peer evaluations as mm. it goes along. Yeah. But in a not in a, uh, a high assessment. Right. Situation. So it's not a it's a it's a peer assessment like, hey, you're doing great. Yeah. Hey, you're yes. wonderful. Or Huggy hey, feely. You should... let's get a group hug. No, but it but it doesn't like affect their grade. No, but it's right. but it's more like, um, hey, this is a great summary because in your topic sentence, you've included all the necessary information and you've mentioned all the key ideas. So there's a level you, you can. It's a very safe and easy environment in which this, you can train the students to gain a, a level of awareness uh -huh. mm -hmm. of, of skills and et cetera. Would you say um, five is the op optimal number for the groups? Yes. Uh, however, obviously you can't control the number of students in your class. Sometimes right. you have 27 or 29 students. <laughs> so would you go down to four? Yes. And what, what I do... Um, and again, just to reiterate, literature circles, there, there are many different kinds out there, and mm -hmm. you see many different versions. What I do is I combine the discussion director and the passage picker. So in some groups, groups of four, you can combine two roles, okay. mm -hmm. because those two seem to go well together anyway. Mm -hmm. All right. Cool. Yeah. Uh, anything else? Things to watch out for. Where can this go wrong? Where can this go wrong? Um. Well, one of the, one of the the issues that that teachers will bring up, and again, I think this comes with um, any time the teacher gives up control to the students. Yeah. What if there's a, a group 
uh, a group mate who doesn't bring their product in. Okay. Right. Well, in our in our context in Japan, that doesn't happen very often. Right. Right. This works really well with with uh, Asian students, yeah. yeah, because it it has happened before, um, and there will be absences, but it, it hasn't been detrimental at all. Um, one of the other things. But wait, so you never? But that didn't answer the question. So what do you what do you do? <laughs> how how do you alleviate mistakes were made? <laughs> <laughs> So how do, how do you alleviate the problem that that in, um, if that did arise? There, I how do I alleviate that problem? Uh, it's well, it's important for this. The it's I make photocopies from another group. So for oh, example, right. if this one one week the summarizer didn't come, and um, so I I to make sure that the students had a, a, a proper summary to refer to, I, I I covered up a name and took a summary from another class and photocopied it for them. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and then well, I also I also had one class this term where there was a week I let them choose their groups. Um, I had a group that had maybe two or three week people. I uh -huh. broke I broke it up and spread it around. So. You know, it's not a complete right. democracy class. Right? Well, you could also, if your groups, your class is meeting regularly, you can, mm. let's say, if you're going to have the literature circle on a Friday, you can have everyone show you their work on Thursday mm -hmm. to make sure that it's completed so that Friday it's smooth, so mm. that you know someone doesn't have it, yeah. that you can make the copies and things like that. I, I That's that's possible, but, but uh, I, I will say again, anyone that I've known who, who's used this, this has never been an issue because it's built in. It's, when you come, the student has to be really irresponsible to not come in with anything. I've the, had the real The real problem you have is students, just like any other work, coming in with something they, they did right before class. Right, right. right. So that I think is a, a the real issue that uh -huh. I'm I'm kind of dealing with, and that's when they get a check. It's obvious that they spend five minutes on it. Right. So what happens when it's the discussion leader, the, oh, the don't, discussion director? That dude. one's that one's easy, and and um and these are actually nice uh, situations because I've had I've had that happen, and I I told the the, the students I said, and, and this is the same thing I tell them when they finish before another group. I say, okay, you're done. Uh, go back to a product or, that you had you didn't finish because they sometimes they can't finish them in five minutes. Mm -hmm. If they have uh, satisfied with that, then I tell them to flip through the book, look for passages. Do you have any questions? So it's it's building a community. Right. And so if the discussion director doesn't show up, it's it is quite easy for the students to make their own questions. They have 15 minutes. All right. You know, look through. Do you have any questions? Bring up the questions to uh, to your groupmates. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. I've That's had nothing cool. but positive experiences with this. That's good. You're yeah. lying. I can I'm... see it in your eyes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Anything else? Excellent. No, that was. I mean, that, that it was um, the pitfalls that I was a little I... worried about. But... Um, if we have time, I can. We tell have you. time. Great. This is from the Wizard of Oz. It is two pieces of paper, like cardboard paper, uh, taped together, and it has these long strips on either side. It basically is a large pair of glasses, because in the story, everybody in in the Emerald City must wear green glasses. So this student uh -huh. on one side, the lens is completely green. It's just a piece of paper, green piece of paper. But you turn it over. 
and it's the scene of the Emerald City all in green. Oh, that's cool. Beautifully drawn. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I've also had in um in San Francisco, I had a, a student from Palestine who we read a Langston Hughes story um, that basically took place at a, at a woman's house. Uh, she meets this, this child who tries to steal her purse I, for life. Me, I think it's called Thank You, Ma'am. Um, so the, the, the setting's important in the story because the, the little boy changes. Uh, he's a different person when he's outside the house. And then when he comes inside to her, to the lady's kitchen, there's a, a change. So this student made a paper house and he brought it in and he took off the roof and he was able to explain the major points of the story um, and explain the significance of coming into the kitchen with this 3D model of this house he Wow. Wow. So sometimes students really get into this. That's and sometimes cool. you just have stick figures drawn. And... Stick figures are okay. Then we look at the content. <laughs> we, look, we look at what they're summarizing. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, so, it it seems with some of the stuff that that we've I've kind of flipped through here, it looks like very similar to some of the poster projects mm. uh, that I've done. Yeah. Um. They when they when the students decide to get creative, please listen to two shows ago. Uh, <laughs> when the students decide to get creative, they do some really spectacular. Yeah. And when you give the students the freedom, the freedom mm. to do it, to yeah, be creative, that's, that's really critical. That's a, a, another thing as well. The, the first few times they'll usually draw pictures, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Later, uh, I, I bring, I'll bring in. Um, usually, I just wait until one of the students does one, like the, a timeline. Mm -hmm. Some of these are just amazing what they yeah. what they come up with. Yeah. Any type of graph, any type of so things that can be really professional mm -hmm. uh, that they're learning in their other classes. But in your in your mini le lesson for the graphic organizer, you show them different styles of graphs and different no. possibilities. I just tell them to make something that's visual that show in in so many words something that's visual that shows um, a significant uh, theme or characteristic of the character or something that will make help their their classmates uh, their groupmates understand. So you don't model anything for them. Ideally, you should model something for them. Well, no, 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 no. not, not. I, I, I totally uh, understand the uh, rationale behind not modeling them uh, for them right. on this part because right, you, right. a yes. lot of the Japanese students yes. will be limited to yes. what they see. Yeah. So yes, I did not model the graphic organizer. Mm -hmm. um, so really, you're a great teacher, not a bad one. I believe so. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I actually considered that. I, I'd forgotten that point. <laughs> uh, um, I did, however, show them. Oh, and by the way, every, all these things are typed. They're typed up uh, because they're supposed to bring a copy of the product for each group. One mate. for everyone. Yeah. yeah. So they're they're creating their own materials. Yeah, you cool. could also, I mean, I would, if I were the teacher and I were doing this, I would say, okay, bring one for every student, and then. Oh, and one Two for extra me. copies, yeah. One, oh, yeah, they make a copy for me. So then you can always give that to the lame, tiny ah, groups yeah, that yeah. Uh, their person hmm. didn't do anything. Yeah. So you wouldn't have to ditch the middle of class yeah. to make copies. And, and by the way, the, the, logical, uh, the logical next step is what I did today. I'm having them write their own quizzes now. 
But we can talk yeah. about that if you invite me back. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, no, we can do that because uh, actually we really haven't done much in, as far as assessment goes. Assessment. So, well, that's what I was doing um, in Turkey. In, uh, in yeah. Uh, well, then we will definitely have you back. So um, I, I found, yeah, I found that is just a natural next progression. So I kind of wonder if the students are, are starting to scratch their head, like, well, what does the teacher do? <laughs> he, makes, he makes you write the quizzes. He that's what, all the work. That's the teacher's job. That's learning. All right. We, uh, we are pulling up to a 36. So with the background music, uh, final comments. Um, I'm sure I've forgotten something, but there is a plethora of information out there on the internet about literature circles. And, of, okay, go ahead. Yeah, one of, the, one of the main sites is marked for Yokohama University, I believe. EFLLiteratureCircles.com. Okay. okay. And if well, we'll any those... of our uh, listeners want to email you, can they? Sure. And they can email you at? Uh, MDMoraga at Hotmail.com. And uh, we will have that in some form on the website, hopefully, so it doesn't get a lot of spam. Yeah, no spam, please. But, uh... <laughs> Yeah, because the spammers are listening, really. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But thank you very much for coming in today, Michael. We appreciate you taking the time. And no music, please. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time, and uh, it's very cool. Yeah. So uh, for those of you out there, um, thanks for listening. And uh, if you have questions, please don't forget to come to education.org. E-D-G-Y-C-A-T-I-O-N dot O-R-G and uh, listen to one of the other shows for our emails. Yeah, and if you have any other questions for us, you can email me at S-C-O-T-T-D-U-A-R-T-E, Scott Duarte at education.org. Yep, and I'm Scott with two T's at education.org. So we will catch you later because there's the end of that music. Take it easy, everyone. Peace. Have a good one, folks. Peace out.